Welcome to Let's Talk About Bliss, the perfect side dish to your already almost perfect Takus Day, where we talk bliss, life, learning, and fun. I'm Heather, CEO and founder of Connecting to Bliss Coaching and a Jay Shetty Certified Life and Success Coach, NLP practitioner, and lover of most all things. I am here to share all that I have learned about bliss in a real, vulnerable, and fun way. Together, we will journey through this awesome life, hopefully eating as many tacos as possible. So sit back, grab your salsa, cheese, and tacos, and let's connect to our bliss. Hey everyone, it's Heather, and you are listening to Let's Taco About Bliss. I'm gonna be real with you. Um, this podcast didn't come as easy to me today. Actually, this is like the third time I've <laughs> set to record it. Um, and I think it's just a matter of me wanting to make sure that the message that I have for you in every podcast is concise and easy to understand, palatable for the bastards, and useful. I never want to just come on the podcast and talk for the sake of talking. So I recorded this once, deleted it after a couple hours reflection, tried to record it maybe 25 minutes ago, and hated it. (laughs) So deleted it, and here I am again. But I think I've got it now. I think I've got the reason for today's podcast in my mind and a clear shot as to what the point of me showing up here today is. Ideally, you are listening to this podcast because you are interested in growing yourself and you're interested in personal development and you'd like to discover and explore ways of living a life that is maybe in a different, slightly different direction than what you're doing in the sense of like you do things differently and you think things differently and you want to broaden broaden your horizons around your mindset and just find that way to being blissful and happy. As do, I would probably say, most of us. However, there are certain people, um, myself included, that have gone on this journey um, out of necessity. And I've touched on it before, but I'll touch on it again briefly right now just to kind of give you some um, backstory as to where I've come from. So after I went back to work, after having my daughter, I really struggled. I really struggled with overwhelm and fatigue and um, sad negative emotions. I was reactive all the time and I was staring down the barrel of a very serious depression. And the reason I knew that is because I had actually been pretty severely depressed as a teenager. And so as I stared down the barrel of this depression, realizing that a couple things, one, I didn't want to feel like that again. I had experienced it before and I didn't and I knew I didn't want to be there again and two I had a lot to live for um, because I know myself and the depression that I was looking at was going to get very dark and it was going to get very all-encompassing and I didn't want to live like that I definitely realized that there was a lot of reasons for me to turn things around and 
when I had the breakthrough, it happened to be in my car (laughs) because that's where I spent, I don't know, what felt like 90% of my time. I had a full breakdown. I started crying and I asked myself a couple questions um, that I honestly truly feel like it was the universe speaking through me, these very important questions. And the two questions were, one, um, are you willing to settle? And it even weighs heavy on my heart as I say that now because I'm not willing to settle. I'm not willing to just go through the motions for the sake of going through the motions. I want, I wanted and still want a very love-filled life for my life itself, for the people in it, and for myself. And I didn't feel that then. I did not feel that I had that love-filled life. And if I didn't make changes, I really was accepting to settle for a life that wasn't going to be as great as it could be. So that was the first question is, was I willing to settle to feel like this all the time? The second question that I had to ask myself was, was I willing to make changes? Was I willing to change the way I thought about things, the way I did things, my behaviors, my habits, all of the things that I was comfortable in? Was I willing to change all those? And at first I'll tell you, the answer was hell no. (laughs) Because I was in a victim mindset at the time and I felt like I was a victim to the circumstances around me. I felt like I had to feel like this because I was overwhelmed because of my job and overwhelmed being a new mom and I had to do all the things being a new mom and I was a victim. And so the idea that I was going to take control back seemed overwhelming and it seemed impossible that I was going to be able to implement changes that I needed to have in my life in order for my life to improve. In my mindset, I was going to have to quit my job and like do all these drastic, crazy things in order for me to feel better on the external part. But I think the reason that I wanted to talk today about this, about this topic is because personal growth truly begins and ends with you. It begins and ends with who you are and what you're willing to learn and adapt and (laughs) put emphasis on and change internally and focus less on the external factors that we often think will create our so-called happiness or our so-called bliss. Personal development is all about personal. And I didn't know that at first. I truly began to dive into this realm of trying to find happiness from a state of what can I change on the external that will really make me happy? What habits do I have to have? Do I have to start working out? Do I have to like start eating healthy? And while those things are very important, I will absolutely admit it's not enough. It's not enough just to change my eating habits and my, and my physical body. I really needed to go within. And so I wanted today to talk to you about the lessons that I've learned, the key lessons that I've learned in my personal development journey to help maybe give you a roadmap of where to start and 
the journey through personal development and growth and and self-fulfillment and bliss isn't a set it and forget it. Do you remember that infomercial? (laughs) Set it and forget it. It's not like that. It's one of those journeys that you accept because you trust that it's going to have positive impacts in your life in the immediate in the immediate future but the reality of who we are is we are ever changing and growing and so what works for me today may not work for me tomorrow and so I have to be committed and dedicated to continue my growth journey and continue to get to know myself in such a way that allows me to move forward in the direction that I want to choose, in the direction of positivity and love and enlightenment and growth and education and all those sorts of things. I can't just commit to learning today and forget about it tomorrow and feel like and expect that I will feel the same. It's just not that way. But there are some key principles that I've learned in my journey that have stuck with me and they are just that key principles and so while I change and I adapt and I grow and I develop new beliefs and and theories and and understandings of who I am as a person these core fundamental things are things that allow me to really look back at my journey and my journey moving forward in such a way that I feel positive and I feel like it makes sense and it allows me to have faith that I'm doing the right thing and then I know the right way moving forward. And maybe you're in a space that you don't know that and I feel you like, oh my gosh, do I ever feel you? I remember feeling like that. But I want to inspire anyone out there listening today to take these lessons that I've learned and adapt them to to how you want to hear them and how you want them to land on your heart and and even if you just make one small shift in your mentality or your mindset or your beliefs or how you do things or whatever I mean that's 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 why I'm here that's my passion that's my purpose in in the world is just to reach even just one person so I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you listening and I hope that these lessons that I have learned um help you and 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 they resonate with you so enough babbling about that. Let's get into the business. So these are not in any particular order. And I'm telling you the lessons that I have learned. And again, what you might need to do is adapt them and, and um, let them sit with you for a little while to see how you kind of interpret them. But one of the things that became clear to me when I started doing all my learning and and, um, and listening and, and absorbing all this information is, is one of the... One of the things that I feel has made the most difference in me is being able to see the good in things. And when your life is hard and when you're going through tough times and it's really hard to do that. And it's it's still not 100% easy for me all the time, but I really strive to be able to see the good in all situations. And even if the good is so minuscule and so minute and so like, obvious it still allows me to center myself in a place of positivity because that's that's what I want to be I want to be a positive light in this world and I don't want to succumb to the negativity that can so easily take me over based on my past and so stopping to to see the good in everyone and everything and every situation 
Um, again, no matter how big or small it is, it could be the smallest of thing, but just understanding that there is some good in everything, everything, um, it takes work and it takes practice. Um, but I mean, there's so many crazy examples that I could give, but one of the biggest things that I've learned how to do is, is not fill in the gaps with people's stories based on a small interaction and, and realize that there's probably something happening for those people. And that's where I'm able to insert compassion and empathy for people. I'll give you an example. I tend to talk about this all the time. I don't know why, but I do. But driving, like someone cuts you off instead of like going into the negative place straight away. I look at the good in that situation and think, okay, that person could have completely hit me or that person like we could have had a really bad accident and that didn't happen and I'm really grateful for that or just seeing the good in that person and knowing that like there's probably something happening for them that was blocking them from being super attentive in that moment or maybe they're having a really hard day or maybe they're going through a really tough time right now and the best thing that I can do as a person is just give them that compassion and just understand that like I don't know their full story and I'm not going to fill in the gaps and that's the good part. So that's um, one of the big lessons that I've learned and I know I do all the time and it kind of drives some people crazy because when they want to get mad at someone or they want to get mad at a situation, I'm always the one that's like, well, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And it's not about, it's not about not acknowledging the feelings, not acknowledging the the crappy feelings or the, the crappy situation or the frustration of whatever it is, but it's just not lingering in those feelings it's being able to switch your mindset and your focus into something that's good that's happened rather than just focusing on the negative another big lesson that i have learned is to to incorporate the feeling of gratitude in every single thing that i do again this is not about perfection and this is not something that i'm amazing at all the time but i definitely know that when I'm depleted and when I'm tired and I'm feeling especially negative or especially prickly, <laughs> if I lean into what am I grateful for, it's like a, it, that is like the magic pill. It truly allows every all the weight that sits on me to kind of melt away and, and me realizing like, wow, I have so much to be grateful for. I have my health. I have the health of my family, my daughter, my husband. My parents are still healthy. Like right now I have an immense number of things that I can be grateful for. And no matter what's happening, that feeling and that knowledge allows me to not sit in that negative place and to really be grateful and thankful for everything that I have. I may not have everything. I may not have everything that I want and all my dreams aren't coming like magically true. But at the same time, there's so many things that I can be grateful for that I choose to focus on instead of what I don't have. The next lesson that I learn has <laughs> has made a bigger impact on my work life um, as well as me raising my daughter. So this is when I have learned that in order to move forward in a way that is positive and is a way that I want to live my life, is I focus on what's in my control. If ever I am in a situation where I feel powerless or I feel stuck, 
the first thing I do is I stop myself and I say, okay, what do I have control over? Because that allows me to feel powerful again and that I am empowered with the knowledge that I am not a victim to my circumstances. I have all the control. And even if it is simply the control over my mindset, that in and of itself is a huge, 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 powerful thing to be able to hang on to and know that no matter what's hanging on around me that maybe I don't enjoy or don't like, I can control what thoughts are happening in my mind. I can control my mood. I can control my emotions. And it's not something that I did overnight. It's been a journey, but everyone can learn how to do it. And it is such an amazing thing to change the outlook of your life, knowing that you can control absolutely one thing in everything, every single situation. And that's your reactions and your mind. Um, and focusing less on the things that you can't control. Like probably the biggest one that I can think of in this moment is the global pandemic. There was a lot of people that were fighting with the inevitable, fighting with this global pandemic, trying to control it. And nobody could control that. Nobody can control what the, um, this global pandemic was going to do to themselves or their loved ones or their job or the the world in and of itself but what we did have control over is how we treated people and how we ourselves interacted within this global pandemic how did our mind go how was the state of our mindset what was the state of our positivity and negativity where were we sitting more in how do we treat people how do we treat ourselves the only thing we can truly control is, is ourselves. But it's about learning too, for me, how to maintain the control over my feelings and emotions and, and mindset and knowing that I have the power to do that. And that's been a huge, huge, huge learning as well. Next thing I, um, I have really learned how to do is to feel. <laughs> and I know that might sound crazy, um, but the reality for me was when I was getting overwhelmed and tired and, and I had lots to do and, and I was fighting off that, that, that dark depression, I went into autopilot and I shut off all my feelings because I was afraid. I was afraid of feeling because I thought it was going to overtake me. I thought I was going to succumb to all of the negative feelings that I had. And so I really had to like, the survival moment in that time frame for me was to shut off. But you can't just shut off negative emotions. If you're going to shut off, you're going to shut off love and you're going to shut off hope and you're going to shut off virtues and, 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 and values and all the things that you want to feel. You can't just shut off the bad things. And so this lesson for me was about knowing that no matter what, I'm going to be okay. And it's okay to feel. It's okay to feel. I mean, it's such a cliche kind of saying that people have now. Like, it's okay to not be okay, but it truly is real. <laughs> like, emotions are feelings in motion. And they're like water. They will always find a way. So if you're not feeling and showing the emotions as you're having them, they will find a way to present themselves in others in other ways in your body, whether it be physically or other more... Um, more detrimental emotional buildup like depression and anxiety and all those sorts of things 
So if we're, what I did is I focused on how to feel the emotions and not succumb to them. How do I feel the sadness and not be completely overwhelmed by it? How do I feel the anger and know my tools in order to get out of it as quickly as I possibly can? It's not about not feeling those feelings. It's just about feeling them and knowing one, that I'm okay and two, the tools that I need to know in order to move through it in a way that I will be okay. So once I was able to do this, once I was able to build up my self-confidence and know that if I feel something, I'm not going to just fall apart, I started to actually feel again. And I wasn't on autopilot anymore. And I feel so much more now in such a beautiful, loving, kind, amazing way. I cry more now than I ever did before. <laughs> and I used that used to bug me. That used to like, I, I thought crying was like a weakness. But for me... Crying right now is such a beautiful release of the emotions because it's how I feel in that moment and it means I really care. And I love crying. I truly do. I'll cry at anything. My daughter <laughs> looks at me sometimes like, oh, mommy, are you crying again? I say, yeah, I am. And I'm okay with it because that just means that I love and I care and I feel and that's okay. And I, I am going to be okay. And it's such a beautiful way to show people and show yourself that you that you that you care so yeah it's just about knowing that you're okay and knowing the tools to get through the negative emotions to get to a place where you're okay like you're not succumb and you're not overwhelmed by the feelings next thing I learned was that as people one of the things that really truly sets us apart from other primordials i.e. monkeys and orangutans and things like that, is, is our ability to feel and our ability to communicate. And um, there's been kind of a pattern within my world and my, my generations and what I've witnessed from so many other people is that we've kind of stepped away from connections with others and, communicate, um, and community and communicating with other people. We kind of have reserved ourselves back into our nucleus family like just our immediate family and just that's who we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis and it's less about getting out there and building other connections with people in a community and friendships and things like that and so I forgot how to create connections with people <laughs> it was shocking actually when I made this discovery I looked at the friendships that I had and while I have some amazing friendships that have lasted the test of like, like they've, they've tested the, uh, the time, the time barriers that can happen with friendships. There's a lot of other gaps in my life that I didn't have friendships. I didn't have a group of women to talk with and I didn't have any mom friends, quote unquote, because I'd forgotten how to connect with people. I was so just inverted within me even though I'm a super outgoing person I was actually scared to connect with other people because I was I was afraid I still have that today actually I was at a baby shower recently and I really felt scared in that in that moment to connect with other people and I kind of checked myself and I was like Heather <laughs> girl what are you doing <laughs> you could be missing out on an opportunity to really connect with someone just because you're afraid of whatever. And so I checked, I got myself out of it. 
Um, but learning how to connect with people again and building a community. Um, my husband and I and my daughter, we moved across the country to a brand new community. And this has been such an amazing exercise for me because I truly am flexing my connection muscle again. I'm flexing my vulnerable muscle because I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable with my good friends here. And I'm telling them all the time how much I love them and care for them. And it might be a bit weird for them, but <laughs> this is how I build connection. And if they're truly going to be my people, they kind of have to be okay with that. <laughs> so if any of you, my good friends, are listening, I mean, I love you guys so much. And um, thank you for allowing me to build a connection with you and my community here. I'm really grateful to you because you in my life allow me to be better and allow me to strive to continue to be better and to grow. So thank you. Next is to let go. I mean, Elsa said it best, let it go, let it go. I mean, letting go of things that don't serve you anymore. Diving into the the mindset and the beliefs that don't serve you anymore and, and, and trusting that if you let that let that go, you can fill that in with something else that, that's going to truly benefit you and be better for you so letting go of of recognizing and letting go of the things that don't serve you anymore has been a huge lesson for me as well um and to be in the moment that's another really big one especially because I have a daughter and for me it was a really key point for me to be able to just hang out with her and not be constantly distracted and not constantly be thinking of my to-do list or what I needed to do or was she going to be a good person or anything? Like it's, it's for me, I just wanted to, to sit in moments and be fully present and able to remember them. I realized for me in my childhood, I don't have a ton of memories from when I was a kid. And I believed wholeheartedly that I don't have many of those memories because I was not present. I was always two steps ahead, 10 steps ahead, three years ahead. I was always thinking of the next thing and not fully being where I was. And therefore, I didn't truly experience where I was. I was just kind of existing physically in that moment, but I was mentally somewhere completely different. There's so many things in my life that I I don't have full memories of. Like when I jumped out of an airplane, (laughs) it's like a pretty pivotal moment in your life and I barely remember it. I remember who I was with, but I don't remember what like the entire jump I remember one moment where I looked around I was like holy cow but the rest of it I was like oh my god when am I gonna land what am I gonna do after this I do this a lot at concerts too I don't know if you're like me as well but I'm sitting at a concert and I'm loving it I love the music but I'm always thinking about like when's this gonna end what are we gonna do when we're when it's done how what's this what's the next song they're gonna play (laughs) What's the next concert I'm going to see? So I really had to learn the skills to rein me back and keep me in the moment. And one of those things I talked about in a past um, podcast, but just like rubbing my fingers together so I can feel the ridges of my fingertips allows me to kind of warp back into my own skin and be fully present. Because that's when I'm at my best. I'm fully listening. I'm fully participating. I'm fully aware. I'm like, I'm there. And that's that's where that's where I'm best and that's where I know that I'm going to create a legacy for myself and for my daughter and create those memories that I want to have as I get old (laughs) um next lesson that I have taken on is that 
take care of yourself because it's no one else's responsibility. And for anyone out there listening that might be like me, who would often expect other people to take care of me and get mad when they didn't, this has been (laughs) life-changing. It truly has been life-changing because it allows me to own my own health and well-being allows me to own the own love for myself and if someone out there loves me that's a bonus but in order for me to be at my best I have to look after and take care of myself and love myself first because it's nobody else's responsibility I don't know if this is a generational thing how I was raised or what but I mean you kind of are expected to grow in into a relationship and have that person look after you quote unquote but I've I've kind of really taken on the belief that I'm not here to look after my husband I'm not he's not here to look after me I'm here to look after myself and we're here to experience our lives together while we respectively take care of ourselves I can't take care of everything for him and and even though my daughter is 7 and she needs a lot I know that she needs to learn how to look after herself too because that's when she's going to be able to f- take full ownership and responsibility for that and fully truly be empowered with her own happiness and knowing that she has the power to make herself happy that's a huge lesson right there it's a huge lesson that I'm still learning and I'm not perfect at. I have um, codependent tendencies that I'm constantly trying to check myself with. (laughs) It's a good learning to have to to know that I can check myself with that and know that if I don't take care of myself, it's nobody else's responsibility. And and it's, it's my job in my life to look after myself. Next lesson is that, um, Our goal in life is to learn and grow. It's not to have the house. It's not to have the husband and the 2.5 kids. It's not to have money. It's not to have the travel. I mean, yes, all those things are amazing and all those things are part of our journey, of course. But your job, my job on this earth is to learn and to grow as much as possible in a way that lights me up and that builds passion within me and gets me fired up and gets me excited And I love that. I love that I can learn every single day for the rest of my life. And that's my job. It's like, yes, I love it. (laughs) Um, So another thing, another big lesson that I've learned is that the most kind thing, kindness is a really big um, core value for me. I always want to be seen as kind and I always want to be kind. I don't just want to be seen as, I want to be kind. And so in order for me to be kind, the best thing that, the best way to show that is to have compassion and empathy for yourself and other people. Most people don't need things. Most people don't need you to buy them a donut or a coffee or, although those things are great and they do show that you have a level of care but the best source of kindness is showing someone empathy and compassion and so every single day I do my very best to show myself that first because it has to start with me 
just like I said at the very beginning, <laughs> the road to happiness and bliss and contentment and um, self-actualization has to start and end with you. And so if I can't give myself compassion, how am I truly going to authentically give that compassion to other people? So I have to give it to myself first. And then once I have that for myself, then I move forward in a direction with everyone around me with the same level of compassion and empathy that I have for myself. Because that's the kindest thing that you can possibly do is learn to understand and empathize with someone's journey and their situation, whether it be good or bad. I mean, we're all here to connect and feel and to grow. And we're all here learning some of this, like, there's so many people that are on the, the same learning journey. And so if we're able to empathize and, and, and be compassionate to their journey as well, it's like, wow, what a way to connect with people. What a way to connect with yourself is just to, 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 to lean in on that love and compassion and empathy. So I think that's all I have today. I mean, this is just a summary of, of the key learnings that I have had, and I'm sure there's a lot more, and I'm sure I'll talk about them in other podcasts, but I'm going to sign off today and just say that I hope these lessons resonate with you, and I hope that even one of these lessons is, is something that you can say, yeah, I've been there, I've done that, or man, that, that, that lands on me. I want to explore that. And I'm, he I'm here for that as well. Like, I just am so excited um, for anyone who's out there listening to let me know how you feel about these lessons. And if that's something that you've heard before, or have gone through um, yourself. So if you feel compelled to share with me, I would love for you to email me at heather at connectingtoblisscoaching.com. Tell me how you feel about these. Is there something else that, that has been a big lesson for you? And maybe I'll share that in, in our next podcast. What are the big lessons that you've learned? Or which one of these really landed for you? So I try to always end my episodes with fun. Um, I talked about this actually on another friend's podcast the other day, and it's <laughs> so much fun. I don't even know if I've touched on it in this podcast, but I'm going to say it again because it's awesome. But one of my favorite things to do right now is anytime I get frustrated with something, whether it be a driver, traffic driver, someone saying something that irritates me, whatever, I try and make up a song in my head or out loud <laughs> about the situation. It's so much fun. I made one up the other day. I wish I could remember it. I need to start like recording them. I think that's what I'm going to do. Actually, yes, that's my fun. And so I'm going to start recording my little songs that I create. And maybe I'll share one one day. <laughs> but um, I'm going to try. I have to do some cleaning. We're setting up um, our, um, our suite in our new house to have guests in it. So I'm cleaning it because it was left in a pretty gross state. And while I'm cleaning the disgustingness, I'm going to make up a song and maybe record it and maybe it on the next podcast <laughs> anyway thank you so much for joining me today uh, may the bliss be with you and heather out thank you thank you thank you so much for being here and listening to let's talk about bliss be sure to follow me at on instagram at heather the coach or check out my website at www.connectingtoblisscoaching.com to find out how we could work together if you want to connect to your bliss.